Hello and welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Anthony Maldonado. I'm your host as always, joined by our commissioner back from well he was he was on last episode I guess a little bit, but uh back from, from dad duty. Taylor Strick. How are you doing? Better. I've got uh four healthy people here this week instead of one, so And you Much did smoother. not get sick? I did not. Well, I, I, I get sick for like one night, so I got sick for a night. Wow. I got man. the shits got the two sniffles. days ago, so we that need, was a thing. We need to make vaccines <laughs> out of your blood, apparently. Yeah. Yep. Let, let the so, government experiment on you. It's that, it's that pure Czechoslovakian blood. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all that hair on your ass. <laughs> uh, and then also joined uh, by the V-neck himself. Y'all can't see that, but it's, it's, a, it's glorious. Mr. Brandon Murphy, how are you, sir? Doing well, Anthony. Happy to be here this evening. Another another See wonderful uh, another wonderful week of football, right? I mean, skin of my teeth week of football for my team and my fantasy team. So, oh yeah, that was that was a rough game. I yeah, I felt the same way watching you're, both of my teams. Your 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 real life football team is how my fantasy football team feels. Not very confident at the moment. <laughs> yeah, despite the win. Not very confident. I was uh, talking shit on Sunday too. I was like, "Man, the Ravens are coming together. They're coming together." And then that, and then that game happened, and I, I didn't feel so good about it. Yeah. Well, we might get into that a little bit, but uh, let's uh, let's move into our worst, our worst and best things. We're switching up, so worst things first. Uh, Murph, why don't you kick us off for worst thing of week twelve? Are we well, I. I mean, I think this has kind of been, it was, it was, it's, it's kind of been all season. But this, this week, especially during the game, I was paying attention to the Ravens Panthers. They, the refs, blew a. Uh, this is one of the things that's really gotten me. If they, when they blow plays dead for when they're like scooping scores for touchdowns or interceptions for touchdowns, just let the touchdown go, and then you have the ability to review it. I'm, I'm, because you can't overturn it if it's the other way, and. Marlon Humphrey, our cornerback, had a scoop and score. They blew dead, cost us, uh, cost us a score early, and then they also, um, what was it? They stopped to review. John Harbaugh reviewed somebody, uh, Mark Andrews, stepping out of bounds, and they stopped the game to review it. Went to commercial. It was like a six-minute break, and they turns out they couldn't even review it, so the game just continued. It was just, uh, it was a complete like failure on all counts of like any refereeing during that game and it just made me think of i i'm it frustrates me so much when they blow those scoring plays dead yeah it's it's been a little rough uh all season but yeah, yeah. this week was yeah it's definitely definitely not good what about you taylor what was your worst uh, thing mine was more a play on yours with the the jets fiasco so if you want to dive into well i changed specific. mine Oh, wonderful. Okay. Well, so I'm going to let you take this one solo. <laughs> yeah, so uh, one of the worst things, which was probably one of the worst football games of the season, was watching the uh, the Jets and the Patriots play. Um, obviously, Zach Wilson, Anthony could probably pull the stats, but no, no I got him. Was it? No, Nine completions right yeah. and 77 passing yards. I feel like, game. Uh, maybe not me, but I feel like either one of y'all could have taken quarterback and gotten more <laughs> yards than that 
Yeah, that's. I think I can complete an NFL swing pass. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, I think giving both of y'all nine or twenty-two attempts in an NFL football game, I think you could throw for more than seventy-seven yards. I, I I'd like to believe that, Anthony, but I don't think so. <laughs> was Was there inclement weather like Buffalo was having? Because I don't remember seeing anything about that. Because in my head, that would have justified it a bit, but I don't recall any bad weather for this game. I think it was just cold up up there. I oh, loved yeah. his uh, his statement after when oh, I asked yeah. him if he, uh, do you feel like you let your defense down? No. No. <laughs> Next question. Takes takes a, yeah, that, that takes a special kind of person. Um, yeah, I was going to talk about, uh, Zach, are you done, Taylor? Before I move yeah, on. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't put all the blame on him. Well, a lot of blame on him. But you got the two running backs in the committee. They had under twenty yards each. Um, and then also, I don't really forgive the Patriots. They at least put up three hundred yards as a team, and they could only get three offensive points. So, not only the Jets sucked, the Patriots sucked. It was it was all gross in what should have been a good game between a six and three and a. A five and four team, so yeah, uh, yeah, it was, and it was pretty ugly. A terrible way to lose it too. Like they shouldn't have oh, even punted that ball in bounds. Like why are you punting the ball? Why are you even giving them a chance to return it? Send it to overtime. Did, uh, give the rundown in case they didn't watch it. On the end. Of oh, they. Uh, so I believe, like, they. I mean, it was a walk off punt return as far as far as I know, or or mm-hmm. there were very few seconds left after it. But the yeah, the Jets punted the ball inbounds. And uh, he took it. He took it for he took it for six and won the game. It was three three, I believe, going going to yeah, go to overtime. There was only seven seconds left after that. I I was half watching and I looked up and I thought it was like a, a fumble recovery. Um, and yeah. and I didn't. Yeah, I've I learned later that it was a punt return. Just I think it was a cut in. I a heard terrible terrible game. Well, mine was going to be uh, Zach Wilson because of how bad he played but um i changed mine to the minnesota vikings who were eight and one coming into the game uh against the seven and two dallas cowboys and uh you know partially because my opponent this past week had Kirk cousins who was better than zach wilson uh but he went 12 for 23 for 105 yards. So when you have both Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson on your team and the quarterback only throws for 105 yards and zero touchdowns in this game for Minnesota, um, that's that's not a good time, Matt. I'm sorry. Um, Dalvin Cook put up 72 yards, but, again, zero offensive touchdowns for the entire game for Minnesota. Um, it seemed like every time they were showing this game, it was with Kirk Cousins getting sacked. Um, and f- let me see if I can find how many sacks. Seven. Seven sacks allowed by Minnesota. So just a really ugly game. Um, so that's, yeah, that's why I kind of changed mine from one player to an entire team. You know what's interesting on Minnesota is they are eight and two and have a negative point differential, which blows my mind. I think yeah. it's the 
best record, best winning percentage anybody's ever had with a losing with a negative point differential. Yeah, that's well, me and Brandon, the, thirty-seven points down this week definitely take a hit, but still eight and two. That's, that's yeah, yeah. It's crazy to be winning and uh, you know have a negative point differential, not scoring as many points, but still winning games. Yeah, happens yeah. in lots of things. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, transition that into our best thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead because mine was just in the same game. While you look at how horrible the Minnesota offense was, the Dallas offense on the other side, and this pains me. Living in, I wanted to say, man, this is I can't believe you put this in best thing. It pains me, but it, I mean, I gotta you know, I gotta give credit. You know, being a being a DFW, I hate when saying that the Cowboys did good, but the Cowboys they did good. Um, Dak Prescott, 276 yards, two touchdowns. The passing game wasn't really there. Um, but the running game, I mean, Pollard had 109 yards receiving and two touchdowns. Zeke had two touchdowns. Um, it was just – it was more dominant on the Dallas defense than their offense. But when you have – both running backs in the backfield put two touchdowns each. I mean, it basically won Josh his matchup against Corbin. Yeah, and we'll get into it, but he had Pollard go for 34, Maher, the kicker, go for 22, and the Cowboys' D go for 18. I mean, that team alone put him on top of Corbin. So, um, And yeah. add another six to Maher. If yeah, if the if the he hit a sixty yarder, yeah. it didn't count. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, this it was a good week uh, for the Dallas offense, and I, I know it's going to roll into uh, Taylor's best thing. <laughs> What's funny is my original best thing was going to be the Cowboys as well, but then I changed mine. In light of Anthony, this was the week of the kickers. This was uh, we had three kickers this week. With Everybody gets fifth, one. Yeah, three kickers <laughs> with over fifteen points. With my boy Bass, Bass, Bass. I don't give a shit. He got twenty three. Bass. Oh god. Yeah. That's right. Josh had uh, Dallas and Mauer. Y'all just mentioned put up twenty two, and then Cody with McPherson put up seventeen points. And what's wild is, actually, this is a question for you, Anthony. You know what all those teams had in common? They, they won. won. They won. What do you know when you get good kickers? Um, but what was interesting is I went back and looked at the uh, the previous weeks. There was only one other week out of the 12, 11, um, that any kickers had over 15. It was week five when two kickers had 16. So this week completely annihilated all the other weeks in kicker scoring. So it was cool. It's an outlier. I don't think it would be repeated, but. It was uh, Love to see it. It was interesting. It won't Love be repeated. to see it. It Love won't be repeated because it. kickers suck. <laughs> They're great for football. For regular football, they are fantastic. They were great Fantasy, for me this week. They are random as can be. And the headache. Like it's just <laughs> you could well, you could plug and play basically any kicker. Yeah. I disagree. Well, it's it's almost like tight ends this year. You get the few elite ones. I've had the same kicker all year, and he's the number one, and I drafted him. So, just like getting your Mark Andrews or your Kelsey, you get the good one, and you hang on to him. 
blind squirrel I, I finds suppose. a nut every once in a while. I, the difference with I won't the difference, argue that. That's actually the difference with kickers and tight ends is we know who the best tight ends are. Kelsey, yeah, and Andrews, Kittle. Like, you know before the season starts. You don't know with kickers. Well, you got to pick your best. Take a stab. Even the best. You don't know when they're going to go for it in fourth down in the red zone. You don't know. It's it's game flow dependent. Like, it's not hey. really skill dependent. Tucker whole, would Tucker would win every thing, week because he's so much better do, than the rest. This whole thing we do is skill and luck. So you got a kicker. You just got to bring some more luck into it. Stop yeah, arguing with us. More, it's just more luck. <laughs> we want to win. I guess we're all talking about yeah. things anyway. we like this week that yes. make us a little upset because <laughs> I'm starting to get elite Brady vibes for when Patrick Mahomes has the ball at the end of games. So my best thing this week, it's it's just the greatness that we're already witnessing from Patrick Mahomes. Like he is inevitable. If uh, if it's within eight points and um, he has the ball to end the game, I just feel like it's it, it's gonna happen. Like third and fifteen, third and eighteen, uh, you know, less than a minute left, no timeouts. Like Patrick Mahomes is just it, it's I don't know. It's the best quarterbacking I've I've ever seen because he makes it he does more exciting things than Brady or or he plays in the Andy Reid offense. I don't know why, but yeah, just like a ho hum 329 and three touchdowns and, you know, no matter how far he gets behind, it's never in doubt. I just So he had a he had a total of three touchdowns and they all went to Kelsey. Yeah, he all all three of them. Fuck you, Cody. It's at least the second game that that's happened where oh, all yeah. of his touchdowns have gone to Kelsey. At least if the second I can remember the, off the top of my head. Yeah, if they're on their side of the fifty, it's going to or the opponent's <laughs> side of the fifty, like they're he's looking for Kelsey the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, well, um that's a that's a decent segue into our matchup recaps because um well, it's not because I looked at the outline wrong. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not Cody's matchup yet. It's not. It, uh, I was looking ahead at what I had to talk about, and I'm not talking until third. So, number one pick. Segway. Matchup recaps. Let's go over week 11. Murph, starting with you. Gentle giant. Gentle ginger giant. Hey, hey, Josh, if, if it's working, don't mess with it. Your name was perfect. Why would you mess it up? I do, I do love the new picture. It is a, yeah, it's, it's pretty it. great. Yeah. The picture's good, good. Good job, Josh. Um, anyway, uh, it's a G cubed right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gentle Ginger Giant versus Fup Buckerson. Uh, you know, if Josh hadn't decided to just like run the score up and open the vault, it would have been a. It looks like it would have been a good game. Corbin had a decent showing, but you know when the like you said, Maurer is giving you, you know, quarterback quarterback numbers, and then your defense is giving you 18. Dallas's defense gave him 18. Anthony, you said it. And Pollard, I mean, just that and Jalen Hurts. Is it just that that would have beat Corbin? Yeah, just his, just his Dallas players and any of his other players pretty much. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, they, they, they kind of evened out, um, but uh, – Corbin, like I said, had Corbin some, didn't have a Corbin didn't have a bad day. It was just you know poor showings and you yeah, know, his, I mean, his wide receiver and his flex. Yeah, you know, Dalvin not doing 
not doing great and a regular day from Stefan Diggs. So sorry, Corbin. Damian Pierce really fucked you there. And uh, I'm proud to say that I am the only one that took Josh in that matchup. You gave Anthony the win this week. Took Corbin, so that was a good one for me. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the next matchup, Taylor. Taylor, you're muted. Sir. Muted. That's embarrassing. Taylor. Taylor. Interrupt. Jesus. Now I got a daughter coming, so be ready. Um, nice. Battle for the ages on this one. We got uh, Anthony with Copper Troopers and Matthew with Commissioner's Pets. Um, and Anthony somehow managed to get another opponent to not do any fucking thing for another week. Um, it's my Anthony it's my superpower. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, Anthony won this one 106 to 69. And I went back nice. and looked at the, uh, the schedules and the weeks again. Um, this is the fourth time this year that Anthony's opponents have scored 70 points or below four times there's only two other teams that had three and then everyone else is in the one so it's anthony who else do we have Britt and drew so you're in some some good uh, great company yes exactly so congrats anthony for fucking off and still getting a win um overall anthony your team did exactly what it needed to got the 100 points but matt didn't do shit and what did he say? He got his tight end, didn't even play, running back with uh, less than a point, and his quarterback, like you covered earlier, Cousins, got two points. So you won't win any games with three players getting three points. So Yeah, with with Cousins, Cousins and Jefferson combining for, like, seven points or six points or something, seven points, that, uh, that really helped me. Um, and then his running backs combined didn't even beat McCaffrey, so – and that was a down game for McCaffrey. So, anyway, um, now we can move into my amazing segue that I made like two minutes ago. Nope, want to mess up your segue one more time. Oh, okay. uh, Anthony and I chose Matt on that one and fucked up. Murph got it right with Anthony. Yeah. yeah. Second time I bet against myself and won. So uh, maybe uh, maybe maybe we'll keep that going. Um, what y'all were thinking. Now we'll move on. Jimmy's team taking down shit show in a dumpster fire. 150 to 66. Um, yeah, Drew, when you go up against Mahomes and Kelsey, it's usually not a good time. Not to mention the touchdown machine that is Jamal Williams um, getting three touchdowns on the day. Um, and then his, you know, Singletary and McPherson are just the, the cherry on top. Um, and when you're going into Monday Night Football and your one player gets one carry for negative six yards and then hurts his, what was it, his, his hamstring or something, and he's out for, you know, out for the game. Uh, just a, a poor showing for Drew, you know, going back to the mean and uh, Cody taking care of business. All right. Murph? You got the next one, Strict Tater and Henson's Carpet Stains. Yeah, and, you know, when you first look at this, I'm like, how oh, did... Murph, I'm sorry. Uh, we were all wrong in this matchup. We all took oh, right. Drew for the upset over Cody. Um, and that didn't happen. And we should not have done that. Yeah, okay. our collective mojo could not help Drew pull through. <laughs> all right, continue. <clears throat> anyway... Yeah, so Strictator, 
versus Henson's carpet stains. And I, you know, you start looking here and you're wondering how did Taylor win this? Colt McCoy put up eight, Prescott 20, Eckler 17, got outscored by Derrick Henry. But then as you scroll down, you start seeing a lot of red numbers for Henson. And through the next three to four positions, Taylor picks up 40 points on Henson and and then Washington's defense scoring 20 couldn't couldn't quite get it done for Henson so and Taylor had the top scoring kicker with tw- Bass with Ty- I think it's Tyler Bass with 23 points so it's like uh, Taylor flipped his flipped his lineup here he's got his high numbers at the bottom and his low numbers at the top and it was enough to beat Henson's 101 but um yeah that's just uh Henson's the rest of Henson's roster couldn't really do anything for him besides Prescott and Henry putting up you know respectable numbers, and then Washington the freaking Commandos defense is looking nasty these days. Twenty points. It was against Houston. Yeah, I was about to say. To be fair, it's a. It's They've a uh, what's their? Let's see here. What have they been putting up though? And it got that like right in the beginning of the game. I was like, God damn. Oh yeah, Texas. the the pick yeah, six. pick six or whatever. Yes. Yep. You know what's funny on this one? I mean, on they Thursday put 17 night. up against Philly, too, just the week well, before. So <laughs> They are starting up. to come in, or come, come on, into their own. On Thursday oh. night, I had Watson against Henry, so I had my flex. And then as soon as if I got, I got the 19 from Watson, he got 24 from Henry. But because they were close enough, I knew that was his one player. If there was one to go off, it was him. And if I could have done that in my flex, I was confident. I was like, I've got this one. I took out his best weapon. I've got it. Yeah, neutralize Henry. Yeah. Exactly. Good, good win. And uh, I was the only one who believed in you. I took yeah, you, ouch. and uh, both of y'all took Henson. So another win for Anthony. Son of. No, it was a God. win for Taylor. Uh, Taylor, you got the next one. Murphy's Law taking down the Gastro Disastro. Yes, and who would have thought that this would have been the game of the week? Um, something interesting, which I'm sure you guys noticed, but um, going into, I guess, well, after the Sunday night game, every game was decided except this one. So this was literally the only games to watch mm-hmm. going into Monday night. Um, Murphy ended up pulling it out 96 to 91, which was the, the closest margin. Um, and Murph, what, you were down about 10 heading into Monday night? Down ten with Ghoul with Gold and uh, Hopkins, man, and Hopkins got four for forty four, I think, on the very first drive. Mm-hmm. I'm a guy's quarterback proof. I'm liking it. Although Trace McSorley, <laughs> I didn't like as much as Colt McCoy, so I hope Kyler Murray gets back. Yes, uh, me too. Um, but yeah, and Dan on Monday had uh, Mitchell, so he was still projected to pull it out at the end. But um, yeah, Hop got you fourteen and eight or something so they got 21 points on on monday so um and congrats harris had his first big first game over 12 points this season how does that make Dude. you feel um well saquon rung him up and he was like hey man i'm not gonna be able to carry the pail today i'm gonna need you to i'm gonna need you to do it for me and Najee woke up out of bed and was like well i guess i'm gonna go to work today and did <laughs> did his job that is yeah, crazy. I love it. It's it's no. I'm looking at the scores and Barkley scoring four and a half and Najee scoring twenty five. Normally that's like flip flopped. 
Yeah, or, I mean, it has been this season. So Najee's had like his only saving grace. Like he, he'll get like a touchdown, and that'll make it. It'll make his stat line be okay. But this time, twenty carries, ninety yards. It was. I was like, yes, let's go. And that that uh, that hurdle to get his first touchdown. That was. Yeah. That that, that was fun. I would love to be able to to see that. I don't I don't like Pittsburgh being good, but yeah. if 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 Najee, you know, can make me feel a little better about my struggling team, I'll be very happy. Well, we all got that one right. We all picked Murph in this one. Um, and moving on to the last matchup, uh, we had Dicker. I hardly knew her. I hardly know her. Uh, taking down Allen's little beauties, one nineteen to eighty eight. Um, another, you know. Mediocre bad week for Josh Allen. Another mediocre win for Charlie. Um, Aaron Rodgers put up decent points. He had Devontae Adams. He, I mean, Devontae Adams is still just so amazing. And how he got so wide open in overtime to win that game, I, I don't know. I mean, there was no one within 10 yards of him. Especially against Denver's defense, who's been really good. Really good. Um, and then going into Monday night, Britt had a good game. You know, this game was over going into Monday night, but he had a decent showing from Debo Samuel. Didn't matter because George Kittle got two touchdowns. Um, just a, a rough day for Britt and Charlie putting up points again. Um, there's no one on Britt's bench that really could have helped him, so – yeah, well, Charlie Charlie pulled out a good win and Brit's starting to play like the Brit we know. All those, I mean, one of one of the Kansas City running backs went off, but all of them are on his bench. All of them. Um yeah, Charlie just keeps, you know, you look at his team and you're like, "Eh, but it's, you know, it's it's that luck." Um but it's that luck. <laughs> it's really it. And you know, that's gonna roll us right into our uh, our sponsor for the for the episode, um, and you know, guys, this this year it was our first year using Fab, and I think we can all agree that there was a bit of a learning curve, uh, but not for all of us. For one special member of our group, he's proven that mediocre success can happen without actually playing the game, and with this knowledge, he's attained as well as all the free time from not, you know, doing anything in his personal life, Charlie has put together a self-help video explaining how this success can be yours. Introducing Charlie's Journey to 100, How to Attain Mediocre Success Without Even Trying. This 17-part video will guide you through the challenges of life and definitely not point out that his success is simply due to dumb luck and possibly not knowing how fantasy football even works. In order to understand his success, you have to know the man. And luckily, this video will show you exactly who he is. From putting just a little too much brown sugar on his ribs to cheering for the male cheerleaders at his favorite team's football game, you'll get to know who my brother is on a level that most don't even want to know. So be sure to pick up this life-changing self-help video that our mom called very misleading because Charlie isn't successful at anything. So again, be sure to pick up your copy of Charlie's Journey to 100, How to Attain Mediocre Success Without Even Trying, today at your nearest QT or 7-Eleven. 
And just like Charlie says to women at the bar, you've tried the best, now try the rest. Wow. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a, a, a top uh, top five ad. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm very proud of all of our sponsors. Um, but but that one uh, that one has a big smile on my face. Yeah, I think that'll sell. Yeah, be of proud cars. of those closest to you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and our, our mom is a savage, FYI. So um, that, that didn't surprise me at all. I believe it. <sighs> What's funny is uh, just just completely off topic. I was talking to him today. asked him if he listened to the podcast. He says he's like three episodes behind. So this will be real fun when he catches up. Um, all right. Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's move on to our upcoming matchups. We're moving into week 12. Gentlemen, we have three more weeks until playoffs. So, and there's really no one that's pulled ahead. Um, so, any anything could really happen with all these six and five, five and six teams. Um, I mean, Cody's probably the closest to clinching, but still, with three weeks left, uh, all three weeks are going to be important. So... Yeah. Um, just to update y'all on the predictions record. So, last week, I was the big winner. I went 4-2 and two in our predictions. That brought me up to 20-16. and 16. Uh, Murph was next. He went 3-3. Three and three. He's at 19-17, and 17, so right, right behind me. And Taylor went 2-4. and four, And he is also at 20-16. and 16. So, we are... All within one game, you know, tied or within one. That's 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 pretty good. I mean, uh, fantasy football is hard to predict, but maybe we're getting in the right industry. What do y'all think? I mean, predicting fantasy football is is a whole it's very niche, but yeah, I'm I'm surprised right. it's that close. I think you're giving us too much credit. It's close, but I mean, our best record's twenty and sixteen. So yeah, I don't think it's uh, not far from five hundred. Yeah. Love and I think, <laughs> and some some of them have been projected to be blowouts. So we'll yeah, see. yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Taylor, you won and you scored the most points, so you get to go first. What? Hmm. You won. I won, but Taylor scored more points than me that, on the, the football. On uh, actual football, I, is that on fantasy football? That's how we've been doing it. I feel like it's I, man, I because it confused I, me before. Too. I never know if we go by record of <laughs> no, our picks it's last not week. Or... It's not over predictions. It's by who performs better in their fantasy matchup. That's what it's always been. So, and we all and welcome we all to won, week so. twelve of this podcast. <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> to be fair, you got on to me for this before, so I do know it now. But yeah, I was I've been confused too on that murder. Good deal. Let's do it. Um, I think uh, this has got to be a no-brainer for me because looking at the little uh, green and red lines, there is only one game, and this doesn't happen often, where both the left and the right side on each team is green because we oh, have a perfectly die. predicted 50-50 matchup between the brothers. Anthony the with feud. <laughs> Copper Troopers projected almost 105, and... Charlie with his dicker and gay kickers projected 105. We should have a, a good one on this one. So let me break it down while y'all ponder. Got mm-hmm. Herbert versus Rogers. Obviously, we got the Herbert 
advantage there for Anthony, McCaffrey, and Alvin. Kind of a wash. I would lean towards Anthony. Patterson. You say McCaffrey Sanders. and Kamara is a wash? I said I would lean wash and lean towards McCaffrey. I'm giving you a little bit. I don't trust him that much with San Francisco yet. Well, trust him more than what Kamara's done. Anyway. He's, he's got 14 and 15. Now, now, now we're going to start debating. Let me go to Allen. Ah, true. Touche. <laughs> Sucks lately. Uh, Patterson and Sanders after that. I give the advantage to Charlie. Devontae, he's got you crushed on receivers. Ah, oh, um, stupid cup. Yeah, just with Devontae alone. You're rocking Higgins uh, and Ayuk. He's got Adams and Lockett. So, I mean, Adams I, his side I think up. it's... The receivers are a lot closer Do you? than they appear. I think Ayuk's coming on. Adams won't stop putting up 30 points. <clears throat> well, he's about but, to get covered by it, Tylen Woolen. It's true, and he can't do that all the time. So, um, Tight ends, we got Kittle advantage for Charlie. And Flex is, oh, you got White, so Anthony got that. So, if I'm going to pick based on all of those... It's, I mean, just because everyone plays like shit against you, I don't want you to win. I don't want to pick you, but nobody can play against you, so I'm going, Anthony. Yeah, it's easy. It's an easy one for me. I think Anthony's team's got got set up to go big, big this week. So we just saw what Jimmy Garoppolo did to Arizona. Let's see what Herbert can do. Well, um. This is tough because, uh, like I've like I've said, I'm not overly confident in my team currently. Um, but it's a very it's going to be a very close matchup. Um, it's fun that I get to play my brother in a matchup over Thanksgiving, even though we don't have any players that are playing on Thanksgiving. Um, so that part kind of sucks. Would have been fun to watch the games and, you know, fuck with each other. But um, I'm just I'm just looking to see which one of my wide receivers is going to get hurt next because uh, <laughs> I went back and forth between Mike Williams and Kadarius Tony last week, and turns out that it didn't really fucking matter. <laughs> uh, and I still made the wrong choice, but um, and you still won. Uh, I don't want to lose to y'all in the predictions, so I I I am gonna I'm gonna take myself in this one. Suck it, Charlie. Playing it safe with the same record as Taylor. That's embarrassing. Come on, go bold. No, no that's not the one I'm gonna, like gonna go bold. I'm not gonna <coughs> go bold against myself. Just don't go bold. I went two and four last week going <laughs> bold, so I, I'm not doing that anymore. I went four and two going bold. Yeah. That's what got me in my hole well, I'm trying to dig out of. We went bold other directions, apparently. <laughs> Picking <laughs> Drew like three weeks in a row. <laughs> um, all right. I am going to take the next closest one between a 6-5 and five team and a 7-4 and four team. And uh, one of the... One of the players just so happens to be a co-host on this podcast. I'm going with the Gentle Ginger Giant versus Murphy's Law. And breaking this down, Hurts versus Jackson. Uh, I, I go Edge Hurts um, just because of the struggles Jackson's had lately. Oh, yeah. I um, agree. 
his running backs. Uh, running backs are pretty close to a wash, uh, just in general, the position. Chubb uh, versus Tampa Bay, tough matchup. Barkley versus Dallas, tough matchup. Montgomery versus the Jets, and Harris versus Indy. Um, maybe slight edge, Murph. But those are pretty. Those are pretty close. Um, yeah, I don't know. Chubb could. You don't know. You never know. That guy could go off. Yeah, wide receivers definitely in your favor with Hopkins. Um, even 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 though you got Boyd, that's still Hopkins is a is a big advantage for you versus his Robinson, who may have a third string quarterback throwing to him. Well, I might be putting Chris Godwin in there, so. Oh, why wouldn't oh, you put Chris, Chris Godwin, Godwin in there? Yeah, he's on my bench. I haven't I haven't made any roster adjustments. I've got I'm fo- you the, fro- the, the Foster- podcast and you haven't the made Foster any changes. Mar- Yo, I'm sorry I was you sitting here and I didn't coming. even pay attention. <laughs> the uh the Foster so the Foster Moreau experiment is over. I'm going to be rolling with Dawson Knox. And then I'm going to have Chris Godwin as wide receiver two, and I'm between Boyd and Sutton. But I'm probably going to go Sutton against Carolina, if I'm just quick quick guessing it. Yeah. All right. Well, then with with, um, Godwin, you definitely have the advantage of wide receiver. Um, Tight end, complete wash. Never know. With Komet and then your Morrow or Knox, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, given the advantage to Tony Pollard easily over either Sutton or Boyd, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Pollard's been on fire. Um, so if I'm looking at, I I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go. Well, Josh, I Josh is also gonna have Jalen Waddle in. He's Jalen Waddle's Ooh. on Josh's bench. Oh yeah, Man, I need to look at benches. <clears throat> What's yeah, right, y'all Robinson. update your stuff. Get Robinson out of there. Yo, I'm, my apologies. I just saw it. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, it's sad. I'm looking at Josh's bench. Melvin Gordon is on a permanent buy <laughs> since he got cut. Uh, somebody. Man, you put Waddle in, but you put Godwin in. Yeah, Sorry, Murph. I think I'd. I'm going with Josh. That's, I mean, the way he's been playing. Mm. I was I was leaning towards you, Murph, until you did point out the uh, the Waddle thing, well, and I think that yeah, that's a big difference. That's that is a very big difference. You get Robinson out of there and put in Waddle because that's... because look who and I know Houston has technically been good against passing games and passing quarterbacks or you know whatever. It's because they don't. But it's pass. because they just run. <laughs> Every team just runs all over them, so they don't need to throw. But Miami is a definite. Like heavy throwing team. I don't. They're gonna not, throw all not over. lately. Since they got Jeff Wilson, they've been running the ball. But I, I think, uh, if you, you've already, you've already made your pick. You're, you're Josh, yeah. I'm Josh Taylor. Yeah, I got I, Josh too. Yeah, I think even, you know, honestly, I, I hate to say this, but I, I just think Hurts against Green Bay is scary. Like, I think he could put up, you know, some a Justin Fields line or something. And I'm and I'm not not confident in Lamar right now. So, yeah, I've got to go. I'm going Josh as well. All right. And, Murph, you get the next matchup. 
Yeah, so y'all got most of the close stuff. I think... <clears throat> hmm. Do I want to go record here? I know, it's tough to go record or, or projection. Yeah. Well, which one would just be the most fun to actually That's watch. See, that's, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at here. And I know... But there's two, honestly, all three of them have that. But I'm going to go with the one that's in my backyard. I'm going Gastro Disastro against Mr. Fup Buckerson. I got uh, I got to do it. I figured you would take that one. I, I a, can't help one. myself. It's not, it's not close. But, you know, Dan had a tough week against me last week. And nothing would thrill me more than to see him get back on the wind train against Corbin. Oh, heck yeah. I would love that too. <laughs> so let's see here. Oh, poor Dan. Russell Wilson, not looking good. Uh, Does he have another option? Because I saw him add him last week. He oh, he's got he, – bro. Yeah, Geno against Vegas. That's that's what I'd be – I'd be looking at that. He had been starting Geno. I think Russell was just his bye week filler. Okay. Yeah, then that's yeah, good. Yeah, I, yeah. Which is crazy that Dan is starting – Gino Smith over Russell <laughs> yeah, Wilson. Just think about that. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, and then I think it just kind of it, it really does just keep getting worse for Dan from there. He's relying on Elijah Mitchell, and you know the Niners the way they looked, he could be getting uh, plenty of garbage time. But they took him out in garbage time last night, so I think they're trying to save him and McCaffrey if that get that that's the case. Yeah. But I I just think Corbin's looking at a Diggs revenge game, a Diggs and, and Gabe Dave revenge game. I, I I just don't know where Dan gets points here to beat Corbin. Like even if Dalvin Cook and Josh Jacobs have you know mediocre games, I just don't see how Burrow puts up less than twenty, and Diggs and Davis don't put up at least like. 30 together, maybe, you know, 40. And, you know, Dan's hoping for Amari Cooper and Terry McLaurin, I suppose. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson's look good, but he's just steady Eddie. Like, he's not he's not busting out 25-point games. So, I like this I like this matchup. I want I'm hoping and praying for Dan here, but I think it's going to be an easy dub for Fup Buckerson, Mr. Corbin. Yeah, I, I I'm looking down the the matchups and um, even looking at his bench. If you play Mostert over Mitchell, um, and Fournette, I mean, I mean Jamar Chase may come back this week. So that's uh, he better be hoping and praying. That's. But if he does, we don't know how – I mean, he was on crutches last week, so you just don't know how, you know, if he'll be 100% or not. So looking down his lineup, really the only positional advantage that Dan has would be Hawkinson, and that's still pretty close. So, yeah, um, I'm going to go with Corbin on this one. So – Leaning the same way, except I would give I'm gonna give a little more credit to Amari for Dan. I think Amari is he playing at home or at a neutral site? 
That's a good point. Uh, he is playing at home. There you go. But, uh, I mean, Gabe Davis is number 26 on the year. Amari's number 10. So, Amari's he's got a beat there, but I'm, I'm grasping at straws because other than your wild card kickers and defenses, that's the only positional player that I'd give Dan a win. So, I think Corbin win pretty easy. Okay, get ready for a little Dan victory then. All right, Taylor, you're up. Have we differed on any picks yet? Uh, we have not. Nope. Man, it's not. that is depressing. But I hold that lead. I'm just keep copying you guys. Oh. All right. What do we got? That leaves me. Be Drew can't pick that one. <coughs> we got a close one on Matt versus Britt, or what's well, a dumpster game, or Henson versus Cody. <laughs> There's Taylor with those comments game. again, whereas last week he was like, oh, no, this game sucks. But he didn't say what game it was, so we don't actually know. So I, I may have been more clear on that one. So I'm going to go with Dumpster Game. Let's go Matt versus Britt, 101 to 98. Dang it, I wanted the Dumpster Game. <laughs> Let's get that bad boy pulled up. Commissioner's Pet versus Allen's Little Beauties. And Britt, typically with his one-star player, Mr. Josh Allen, obviously has Matthew beat with Kirk Cousins with a solid two points last week, but take that with a grain of salt because he has been decent. Um, Henderson, is Henderson still on the team? I saw something about it being well, I know. Why does no, he, he not even have a projection? He has been he waived. He got cut. He's been waived, yeah. He got cut today. Whoa. So, yeah, Henderson got cut yeah. today. He's it, on a permanent buy as well. And he's only projected to lose by four points. So, uh, Matt, fill that spot. And you have no one to fill it, so that's gross. Oh, um, the waiver so wire will be coming in clutch. Advantage Swift, which is a reach on that one. <laughs> we got Gibson versus Connor. Connor, Jefferson, and Lazard versus Debo and Myers. Definite advantage Matt. Yep. Everett versus Higby. I would lean Higby, and that's Wash. If Everett plays, though, he gets Arizona, and that has been that's a sweet matchup yeah. for tight ends. Heard of Samuel versus Mooney. Mooney's been decent. Yeah, if Josh Fields I plays. I this. True. Um, but what do we got on the benches? Keenan Allen, we need to put him in so we can get either Samuel or Lazard out. Yeah. It has every single fucking Kansas City running back, so he has nothing. Um, weird, but oh, I'm going to go Matthew. <laughs> the I don't face, like this. The face Murph has right now. I don't like this. It is... It is, it is as if someone walked into his room and just laid a stinky fart, and he's just sitting there sniffing it. Like, that is the face oh, that he has. Lingers. It is, it is bad. What is that? Was that ketchup and <laughs> onion? <laughs> I can taste it. Yeah. This wow. Game, this game is gross, dude. It's gross. I don't I don't. It's care. like... <laughs> yeah, it's like a knot. I don't know. There's. I don't know where to even start. <clears throat> uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna. I I'm I'm going I'm going Brit. I I don't know why, but I just I think Allen. I'm 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 pegging the Bills to have a great game this week. So against Detroit, poor Detroit. 
I I I just I just picked Brit or I just typed Brit down, but I I don't think I can. Man, the rest of Matt's team outside of his wide receivers is kind of a dumpster fire. I don't I don't like Kirk Cousins in prime time either. Um. Wow. Yeah, Kirk Cousins in prime time. That swayed me. I'm going back to Brit. I'm going back to Brit. I'm going to earn a game right here. Yep, you're either. I, know, I wish I wouldn't have swayed you. I wish I wouldn't have swayed you, honestly. Um, all right. I should have kept that to myself. So now I get either the Strictator versus Drew or Henson versus Cody. And as much as I would like to recap Taylor's game, there's just more implications against a Cody Henson. So I'm going to take Henson's carpet stains versus hard R. Uh, breaking it down, we got Tua versus Houston against Mahomes. Man, Mahomes is just going to light up the Rams. Um, it's going to be bad. Derek Henry and Travis Etienne versus Jamal Williams and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, yeah, that, you'd say advantage Henson. I'd on say that it's one? like a ten point advantage to it to Henson right there. Maybe, but Jamal maybe Williams it balances. Only, I mean, yeah, he can only score touchdowns. He only he only falls in the end zone. And Taylor's playing I, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's Buffalo's defense, defense isn't bad. No, they're they're good defense, but it's still just. I j- and I think yeah, I just think Mahomes is going to outscore Tua by ten. Henry and ATN are going to outscore Taylor and Williams by ten. Yeah, and then looking at the wide receivers, A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf are a decent one-two, but Mike Evans and Tyreek Hill are better. Jesus, fuck. And then Kelsey. I hate this. Just just Kelsey. Um, just and then Kelsey. He's, Henson's got a, a choice at, at, uh, at flex to either go MVS, Michael Pittman, or Pickens. Um, all – Decent. Um, I think I might go Pickens. That's what I was leaning. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking Pickens also. I, that's who I think I go out of that group. But what the fuck do I know? I couldn't break a hundred points last week. Yeah, and and unfortunately, um, even with I mean, this is this is a, a real good matchup. Uh, the projections aren't that close, but I I think it's going to be a, a lot closer of a game. Uh, but I, I still – it's real hard for me to go against Mahomes and Kelsey against the just lifeless Los Angeles Rams. So I'm taking Cody. Yeah, that's that's the pick. It's it's Cody. It's th- Jonathan Taylor could go off. If Jonathan Taylor does anything, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill are going to fucking end any, any hope Henson might have. I want to go back and see how many times we've actually chosen against Cody, because I feel like it's every week, and we always get it wrong. So, so now we're all gonna pick him, and he's gonna. Now we're all gonna pick him. He's and gonna he's freaking going choke. To lose, we'll which see. we want him to, but yeah, I gotta go Cody too. Um, Hanson's got the running backs, but everything else is is Cody. And that Kelsey Mahomes duo is unstoppable. So, Cody. Yeah. Yep. All right, Murph, you get the last matchup. Hmm. The Strictator versus Shit Show in a Dumpster Fire. Well, I got both. I feel like I got both of the 
the sentimental matchups here. I like seeing Drew go against the commissioner. So let's see here. Is Justin Fields gonna play? Is he gonna play, Drew? That I don't is know. The question. Is Kyler Murray gonna play, Taylor? Uh, that <laughs> that is, is the question, question and I kinda doubt it. Just because they have a bye week. Oh. Find a Do better option. A bye week McCoy. next week, sorry. Oh, they have a bye gotcha. week for next week, so I think they're gonna give him a just give him another week, week and then let him heal through the bye. Jeez. Well, Colt McCoy behind that offensive line is it's like a, you know, China doll in the running of the Bulls. Um, but I think Taylor with Eckler over Jones, Eckler's fucking touchdown machine, getting Walker back and getting Drew, Walker I'm sorry. I just, huge. Yeah, I don't think Kenyon Drake's going to do much for you. You're going to be with Foreman and Dulcich. Yeah. Andrews for Taylor is a huge win over whoever Drew wants to play, Dulcich or Njoku if he plays. Yep. Oh, too much. Elliot's looking Taylor. good. Yeah, it's it's just it's Drew. I hope I hope to make it a close one, but I think this is Taylor all the way. I have to agree with you. What you think, Taylor? And he's muted, so we can't hear you. Just dead air. Just he's like a thousand air. years old. I had to go grab a beer, and all the kids are in the living room. Um, yeah, I'm gonna pick the same. I lost four in a row without Andrews, and now Andrews is back. So yeah. I didn't realize how pivotal he was gonna be for my team, but he's back. I've got Walker off by. I think Walker is, is huge. Yes. You have such an advantage at running back. He's actually got the advantage at wide receiver, but then you take the advantage back at tight end. So as long as you find a competent quarterback to fill in in case Murray doesn't go, and if Josh Fields doesn't play, it's even, it, it's even more in your favor. If Josh Fields plays, it could be close. Yeah. But well, I'm, still, me, I'm still picking you. Clear. Colt McCoy was only on my team because it was a Monday night game. Oh yeah, it, be, that makes yeah, sense. He would not be. He would not be a starter going forward. No, I totally understand that. Yeah. All right, that was it for the matchups for next week. But uh, let's re- man, recap. Did y'all There's see the the Thursday lineup? Disagreed. Oh, there is only yeah, one, one game. game we disagreed in. What? And that is the 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 absolute just game of the week between Matt and Britt. That's the oh, only yeah. game we disagreed on. <laughs> yeah, which that's, that's why, because it was so gross. Exactly. I'm ready to watch some football on Thursday. It's uh, So we got Buffalo-Detroit. Detroit coming off the three-game win streak at 11.30. So that starts... Dallas-New York yeah. at 3.30. And then Vikings-New England... At seven twenty, the night game. Uh, I, that's I that's like the best. That's I don't know. I, th- I still think we get to watch Justin Jefferson. Well, get true. to watch Bill Belichick be miserable on but the sideline. Kirk Cousins in prime time. Oh, I know. I can't wait to watch him piss down his leg <laughs> and get that win over Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Or Taylor? that pick right over Taylor. Let's move on to our waivers and our trades from last week. Let's do it. So, not really a complex week, but I got quite a few that fit into my categories. Let's start with our wasters slash big spenders, although I wouldn't really call them wasters this week. Um, let's start with Mr. Corbin. Paid $16 for a defense. Grab the Patriots. Would have been the winner because he was able to get the number two defense, and they also put up 17 points for him this week. But because he paid $16, he is he's in the waster category. Um, four total bids, and the rest of them were, I think, two, one, and zero dollars. So he overpaid by about 14. Other big spender, and we'll see how this one plays out with uh, your boy Cup's injury. Um, but for now, big spend. Josh paid $15 for Allen Robinson, who, granted, did manage to put his third double-digit point week up on the season, but the second bid for him was $0, so he technically overpaid by 15 mm. Yeah. Thoughts Rough. on those? I, I, don't, I, I don't like Allen, even with Cup out. No. I don't like that money on Allen Robinson. That's that's why only two like people bid on him. Right now. Mm. And Cody put $0. That's why only yeah. two people bid. So, <laughs> uh, Let's go to winners. We've got four. Actually, started with myself just because that's where it lined up. Um, I snagged Watson from Green Bay. Only cost me $3. We'll get to why he was so cheap in a little bit, Mr. Anthony. But he put up 19 points on Thursday night and helped me, <laughs> helped me match Derrick Henry to take down Henson. Our boy Matthew grabbed Baltimore's defense for only $3. Four total bids on this one between $1 and $2. This is more of a normal pay for defense, Corbin. Take notes. Um, they got him 18 points and they're the number four defense. So $3 for number four defense in the league is pretty solid. Didn't help him win because his uh, team sucks and they were Amber Heard to bed. Um, <laughs> ah, you like that one? That was, that was a good one. one. Cody, uh, Cody snagged a kicker who put up 17 points with McPherson, and he dumped a kicker, Elliott, who only got five, so that was a good pickup. And Henson grabbed the Washington D playing the Texans, got him 19 points, and he dropped the Giants who got zero. So I think – that would be a textbook perfect pickup for defense. So, good job, Henson. And losers. Nice. This is my favorite. All right, let's start with this one. We got Mr. Anthony. I swear. Grabbed... <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> he grabbed Tony, the uh, shiny new toy from Kansas City. Um, paid $11 for him. Paid the perfect price item. for him. Yeah. Uh, Britt bid, I think, 11 as well, and there yep. were two other lower bids. But he got hurt in the first half and managed zero points. So we'll monitor him this week. But the and extra I, salt... I put him above <laughs> Christian Watson yeah, in my that's priorities. Right. I, was, I was getting there. I mean, it's the extra salt in the wound is because he bid on Tony and got him. That allowed me to get Watson for only $3 when Anthony actually bid 11 but couldn't get him. So... I was able to get Watson the 19 points, and Anthony got the zero. So I love mm. that. I love that winner and loser combo. Yeah. Um, we got Britt as our second loser. He was bidding on all kind of stuff. Um, I think he got Pacheco. But on this one, he got McKinnon for $11. I guess he paid 12 for Pacheco, but that was uncontested. Uh, McKinnon put a solid .9 points up on the week. Luckily, he was on his bench, so it didn't affect 
his uh, score, but so was he just, every other. He just wanted all of Kansas, Kansas City. Yeah. He just wanted all of Kansas City. Oh, and but like. What headache is that going forward? How are you going to pick? It's horrible. Any of you're, them? you're not. That's you're. Br- I'm sorry, Britt, but that, that's what loser teams do. Yeah. Like I remember going into the draft, and in my my head, my plan was like, I just don't want any running back on that team because you'd never know. And now he has all three. So yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah. Uh, two more losers. We got Drewby dropped uh, Latavius Murray, who got 15 points this week. But not only the 15 points, the Denver Broncos now dropped Gordon, so now he is the lead back. Um, cluster fuck that backfield is, but mm-hmm. let the bidding begin for him. And I actually earned a loser spot, but I don't blame myself as much. Y'all will see in a minute. I dropped Palmer, and that asshole decided to put up 27 points and two touchdowns. But dropped him because Allen and Williams were back didn't know Williams would get hurt and apparently Palmer decided to play this week so fuck me right uh, let the bidding begin on him as well and that's our winners, losers, and wasters yeah it's it's going to get interesting coming down the stretch with Fab, I mean I, I think most of us have been pretty you know, conservative with how much we're spending on Fab and some of us have not there's um, almost so one player that could buy all of the best players very easily. Yeah, it's it's almost like plan. someone it's almost like someone has a complete hold on whatever player he wants <laughs> off the waiver wire, uh, but he's uh, you know continuing his mediocre success without even trying. Hmm. Uh, that's a great self help video. All right, uh, gentlemen, great episode. Before we go, I'm throwing this one at y'all. Last minute. Best and worst things. Best and worst food items for Thanksgiving. Excluding turkey. Turkey's on the board already. Best and worst thing, food items. Turkey and ham are on the board. Okay, turkey and ham are on the board. Like sides or or whatever. What's your best and worst? And if y'all need a a minute, I got mine. Well, I think it's just since it's the season, I mean, it's easy this time of year. I mean, it's stuffing. It's it's dressing, man. Dressing's where it's at. Stuffing was high consideration for me, sure. Yes. You got a worst? Oh, man, it's the green bean casserole for me every time. You're making the wrong green bean casserole, my man. (laughs) Every time. Get out of here with that that slot, man. my, my, My mom makes something good. We call it Italian green beans. And it is green beans with Parmesan cheese and breadcrumbs and all sorts of other good stuff in there. It, I will eat that entire pan. That sounds good, but that's not like the uh, the French traditional green bean casserole. And yes. then like you know the the I hate the 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 French style green bean, the ones that are like split and stringy that they use in there. And then they yes, dump all that sure. cream of mushroom yeah. in there with the crunchies on top. No. Get it out of here. See, I had never even had that before because for every family or holiday function, it was always the Italian green beans. So that's what I thought green bean casserole was. I See, that might be why I hate green bean casserole so much because I love green beans. Like, green beans are one of my favorite, like, southern, like, Mm. side dishes. Like, if I go to, like, a a sit, like, and they have green beans, I'm like, I'll have those, please. All right, well, okay, so maybe at the next draft, Taylor, you could take the main and I'll take a side and I'll make some green bean, some Italian yeah. green beans. Yo. Um, Show them what's up. What about, all right, Taylor, what you got? Best and worst. So, 
I'm gonna go more interesting. I, I really like it. I don't know if it's the best, but cranberry sauce, which I think's it. Yeah. Very, yeah, it's very weird. Nope. You're shaking your head no. Nope. Was, growing up. I like all of it. My mom was in the oil field, whatever, so the guys prepping the trucks and all the tools and shit, they would have that just red grease in tubes. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I remember as a kid that we were there for a Thanksgiving or something, at work party, and they had that on the table, and I thought that was the grease. I was like, what the fuck is that doing on the table? <laughs> and then now I actually... In, kind of enjoy it it's it still weirds me out but it's pretty good oh I, dude i can't do it that's my worst thing i can't <laughs> do it because it's like just that. it's like maybe it's my family who just didn't really care but they would just take the stuff from the can and just plop it right yeah. on the plate it's still, it's still not, e- it's not still even slice it just yeah. looks like the can with the ridges and everything nope yeah Mm-mm. oh man i love it I, I love the can. I love the homemade. I love cranberry sauce. But again, that's like one of those, you know, once, twice a year things. You're like, this is, it's a delicacy. I wouldn't be putting cranberry sauce on my everyday shit. No. What's your worst thing, Taylor? Um, I know we said no turkey or ham, but I, if I had to pick a worst, I'm not a big turkey fan. That's, I mean, I've been hearing a lot of that lately. Particularly white meat. I can't do any chicken, turkey. Uh, white see, that's meat. all we're just... doing this year. My brother's Bro, smoking. Oh, my really? brother's smoking the breasts. I love it. Dude. I love. Yeah, we're smoking tur- smoked turkey, turkey breast. Man. Yeah, but it's, it's you get smoked breasts. turkey breast at a barbecue place. That's the same thing. That's what we're doing. I, oh, I don't get that, but yes, yeah, it's it's good, man. It is good. I love I I love turkey. We had we uh, got turkey from this place. Brown's barbecue here. It's like a food truck. Man, that turkey was awesome. Yeah. It was like that that was for serious the moistest turkey I've ever had. No not gonna lie, Taylor, you'd have loved it. Yeah, I'll take me a uh, turkey leg at a carnival. Nah, oh yeah. That's a good choice that's, too. Yeah, that's like yeah. start me. That's what, what are we I, talking I'm about here? Me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Alright, well, my worst thing was the cranberry sauce. I, I just I can't, I can't stand it. It goes untouched for me. Um, maybe it's just, I don't know. They just leave it in the can, and then you take your spoon, and you just, like, sl- it just, I uh, can't. Yeah, baby. You can't do it. Um, and the next day, you take some of the leftovers, and you put it on top of your plate. When you reheat it, it melts over everything. Woo, baby, let's go. I'm going, I'm, I mean, I got a leftover plate I'm about to heat up after this. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Um and then my best was going to be the green bean, the Italian green beans, but that's because that's just a you know my family kind of thing. Um, but at my core, I am indeed a fat kid. So give me the apple pie, baby. Apple pie all day long. I mean, I'm down to go and pick, because see, that's where my dilemma is. I, I'm a, I I love pumpkin, but my if I had to choose one, I'm going pecan all day. See, I'm love I'm pecan apple pie. pecan pumpkin yeah um pecan pumpkin and then give me a fucking cheesecake a whole one (laughs) (laughs) all right well that was good uh happy thanksgiving to everybody and uh this was this was fun um we will see you all well i guess we got another week of football good luck to everybody out there in fantasy and we will see you all next week (laughs) 